on But I'm not gonna be the one you keep on sleeping on This verse right here be your worst nightmare I just laugh at you Think I'm after you Freddy <laughs> I kiss her like I love her, and she knows it too, feels it too. Hands soft like God's touch on a bed of roses. Picnic basket, summer wine, fingers trace veins like grapevines at the vineyard, and we ready to party. So I kiss her again. She looks into my eyes and smile. If paradise existed, this moment would be it. Soft lips, gentle kisses, we're lost in each other's eyes. Bodies pressed close, heartbeats are in rhythm. And by my kiss, and by my eyes, she knows, she knows, she knows. Welcome to the Smoking Rhyme Show. not enough what do you do what are we My name is Rex45 on the mic, uh, 10 p.m. to midnight, poetry, music, and a uh, little bit of uh, cannabis talk. That's going to happen uh, around uh, 10.45 and again around 11.45. Give me a shout, 617-440-8777. Let me know how your week or a few weeks been. Uh, you know, uh, we, get, we can get caught up, all that fun stuff. Uh, a lot of cool things are happening this week. Mostly uh, Cranium is going to be live at Paradise Rock Club on uh, October 4th. That's Thursday. Uh, make sure you get your ticket or tickets. Put it on that calendar uh, so you can get out. If you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Cranium live before, here's a good chance for you to see them. Uh, you will be excited about that. 
Um, you know, def- definitely check us out on the social front. Uh, B87FM on the Twitters, the Instagram, uh, Facebook, and all that fun stuff. We got uh, some cool poetry tonight. Like we try to do every Monday night on the Smoking Rhyme Show. Uh, some good music and, um, you know, a lot of uh, pot information or cannabis information. Um, so how is everybody doing? Because, I mean, today is uh, October 1st. We're pretty much at the, the start of the last quarter of the year. And, um, you know, you've heard my spiel from January about working out and, and, and staying in shape. And, you know, if you fell off the wagon, get back on the wagon because that's, that's kind of uh, most important. Uh, so, you know, how's the last quarter going? Do you think you have uh, completely shut down and you're just going to regroup next year? Or are you still at it? Are you 80%, 100%? Um, I'm curious to find out. Also, you can send me an email at poetry at smokingrhymes.com. Drop the G in the word smoking. Um, you know, it, it, it is tough to stay in shape for a whole year or stay consistent with whatever you're doing for a whole year. Because, you know, if you're, if you're working out, you, you could hurt yourself and that can have setbacks. So you can have other things that happen in your life that give you a setback. And if it's some other goal, you know, these things happen. So you, you got to... You know, you know, you, you can't. There's nothing you can do about a setback, but deal with it the best way you can. Um, and after you have, and you can get to a point where you can, you know, get back on the horse again, you will do that. And that's what's most important. Um, in my case, um, I'm trying to get back on the horse again since I've, uh, you know, messed myself up uh, about a couple of months ago. So uh, it's it's kind of interesting because I, I I'm just able to, you know, start working out again a little bit. And, you know, like my muscles are, are, are not happy with me at the moment. Um, but I'm hoping that's a short term. And, you know, a month from now, I'll, I'll be singing a different tune. Uh, that is the goal. So we shall see. Speaking of, we're going to get into some poetry because, you know, we've got two hours. But, we, you know, I, I can stay on the soapbox for a, a good while. I'm not going to do that tonight. Uh, this one is um, called Tropical Depression. Let's check it out. It is the 10th time this year that my mental health has deferred me from cleaning my room which is strange because it is only March, which is strange because it is not even hurricane season yet. All the same, my mother tells my family members that my room has been hit by Hurricane Julissa. And the older men of my family, who swear that old plus man must equal wise, start to tell me stories about hurricanes that carry the names of women and how they always do the most damage. And they probably expect us to take the hit because our fathers were farmers that only raised scapegoats. But my mother has replayed the history to me a thousand times over. She she starts with my great-grandmother, who could cook up a spell better than she could cook up a meal, who you went to when you wanted your palm red, who you went to when you wanted your husband dead, the women that the children in the neighborhood whispered stories about because women like her were burned at the stake centuries ago then. She speaks of my grandmother, who was brought up in a time where child marriages were as regular as rain and never lived a day until her husband died. Once, a man came to her doorstep trying to take her hand for marriage, and she drew a line in the sand with her machete and dared him to cross it and cross her. You see, they called her a witch, called any woman that made it clear she could do without a man a witch, which leads us back to my mother, who brought me up in a matriarchy so I would know whose blood I carried beneath my skin. Every good Friday, cracking eggs to see the future and cracking eggs to make us breakfast. And she turned on the heat on her own stove and she turned the key in her own lock and she held me like a back brace so I would stand tall and look over all that she'd secured for me so... 
Maybe the women of my family are witches, brujas, obia women using our powers to escape from the wicked. Maybe the women of my family are magicians, always having a trick or a knife up our sleeves, ready to strike at any man who thinks he can twist my will by calling me baby. Who thinks he can twist my wrist when I don't respond to him calling me baby. And maybe the women of my family are hurricanes. And maybe hurricane is just a name that man gave to mother nature's reclamation of herself. All I know is that there must be some kind of magic involved for our blood to have survived this long. And if the trauma is the only thing that survives, at least something of us survives. And if the women of my family can survive this time and time again, then maybe I will survive this tropical depression. Knowing this makes it hard for me not to walk into a room like I have a place there to claim this ruin that preceded me, like this land is mine, like this body is mine, like my history is something that was supposed to meet me here. And maybe we were the hurricane that you weren't prepared for. The natural disaster that saw that all that man claimed to be his and took it back. And generation after generation, we will take ourselves back again. To the woman demanding cruelty-free food at Pedro's restaurant, thank you for making the food more socially aware. Thanks to you, the menu now reads organic mild salsa. Blue corn tortilla chips, chilaquiles with cage-free eggs. Thanks to you, Pedro's Restaurant is now the finest place to demand cruelty-free food in historic San Jose, California, Valley of the Heart's Delight, where Mexican farm workers used to pick fruit, weigh their shoulder pain against their pay, weigh the cost of complaining against a job, against a meal, against eating the very food they pick. Is this what cruelty-free looks like? Thousands of laborers flee as the orchards disappear, as white coders move into Silicon Valley. They discover the fallen seeds of my culture. They demand a plate of food. We hand them a hot plate. We go back to the kitchens, back to the fields, back to nannying their children, scrubbing their floors, growing and preparing their food. They ask for a low price. But forget about the human tax for back-breaking labor. Bars like a barricade on our windows. Cage-free food doesn't mean shit when you live in one. In 1519, Hernán Cortés reaches present-day Mexico. The natives invite him in, offer a glass of hot chocolate. The Spaniards smuggle chocolate back to Spain, sell it for three times the cost. They force the Aztecs to pick off bean after bean as they raise sugar plantations from the earth, blowing Aztec temples and homes out of the way today. Mexico still grows cocoa beans and sugar for the U.S. At Pedro's restaurant, we invite Americans in, offer a plate of hot food, and sell it for only a third of the human cost. We scrub dish after dish as Americans raise Silicon Valley high-rises, blowing Mexican neighborhoods and homes out of the way. At Pedro's restaurant, a customer finds the cook's blood on her plate. She demands an explanation. We offer her the thorns from our hands, bruises on shins, pesticides and eyes. We wipe the blood off her plate, our calloused hands replace it with carne asada and chile. Her tender mouth now dripping with her own blood. This food is too spicy. How could this possibly be cruelty free? So we take away her plate. Take back the chocolate. Uproot the sugar fields. Burn down the high rises. Kick this customer out of our neighborhood. How can you demand cruelty free? and not expect the taste of blood. Mm. 
You're listening to Smoking Rhymes on the all-new B87 FM. Uh, my name is Rex45. On the mic, 10 p.m. to midnight poetry, music, and a little bit of, uh, yeah, cannabis talk. Uh, that one right there was Manuel Alvalos, and before that was uh, Jessica Emile. Uh, two uh, pretty interesting uh, pieces, um, for real, you know, uh, and cruelty free. I don't, I, you know, we have to eat things that are alive, and regardless if it's uh, plant based or, you know, walking on four legs. Um, either way, you know, you got to do what you got to do to survive. Uh, so it's, you know, it's a good take on it. Um, Cranium's coming to town October 4th, just a few days away. Uh, make sure you get that ticket. Um, if you've been listening to B87 over the weekend, they were giving away tickets. You you, you know, you've heard the, uh, the, the the commercial. Um, you know, if you hear two Cranium songs back to back, you can win yourself uh, a pair of tickets. I mean, that's a pretty good deal uh, for listening to uh, music uh, and entertainment you like. Uh, that's actually a pretty, really, really good deal. So, um, you know, when you hear it, make sure you get, get a call in and, and get them tickets. Uh, it's, it's Why not? It's, it's a pretty um, easy. Um, speaking of uh, easy, it looks like the uh, Patriots won yesterday. As you heard a few weeks ago, I'm not really... Um, watching football and i say that because I'm, I'm i'm keeping up with highlights and such but i'm not sitting down and, and watching time so if i'm if i'm if i'm if they tell me to score i hear the score so i know what's going on um and i heard you know some people thought that they weren't going to win uh yesterday and they did uh so i guess if you're a pats fan uh, you're excited about that they're two and two um, you know, people are talking about uh, Brady's age and all that. And is it too much? Uh, is he too old? Uh, we, we shall see. Uh, others have tried, and they've. It's it's never been a good look for the old folks that are uh, playing sports. They usually don't walk off a champion. They usually walk off, you know, limping or going the other direction. Um, let's get speaking of direction. Let's get into some more music uh, or some music for tonight. This one is "Don't Fade" by. Jay Gray, check it out. Her eyes were greeny, blue, yes, but she 
to shade, not a colour face wax. Yo, it's Prophet, a.k.a. Percussion. You're now tuned into my guy, my man, Rexy45 on Smoking Rhymes. Coming at you live and direct. Yeah. Say yes if you notice the flow It's okay to miss me, I've been gone a minute But I just came back with the poetry Some brain in diplomacy Need less fuck, some space and some loyalty Love all, trust you, do wrong to none You know the policy, tell them to leave and they love me These blogs get way too comfy Hit the word count, do the words count Man, my words mean more to the public, never Sugarcoated, never sugar Hey yo, it's Prophet, aka Percussion You're now tuned into my guy, my man Rexy45 on Smoking Rhymes, coming at you live and direct. Yeah.
Greg Roy, uh, you, uh, you're listening to Smoking Rhymes. My name is Rex 45 here, 10 p.m. to midnight. Poetry, music, and a little bit of, you know, cannabis talk, which is coming up in a little bit. Uh, you know, a few weeks ago, uh, Tiger Woods won his first uh, tournament in about five years. Uh, I, I mean, I thought that was a big deal, uh, especially having back surgery and, you know, having a couple of his... Uh, his, uh, his vertebrae is uh, uh, um, fused and then learning how to play again, uh, which is pretty impressive. It's good to see talking about old old folks, uh, um, you know, still in sports and not knowing when to walk away. Um, unfortunately, this week he went to uh, to uh, France for the uh, Ryder Cup and uh, the U.S. kind of choked, which is unfortunate. But hopefully uh, Tiger will win some more um, tournaments because uh, I think he, you know, it's, I mean, He's the second greatest player, uh, you know, in history. Um, and it'd be nice if he can get a couple more of those majors under his belt before he, you know, he put away his clubs um, professionally. 
That's all I'm saying. It's always, it's always nice to have a comeback story. And, uh, you know, so far, so good. Uh, so we'll see. Um, give me a shout, 617-440-8777. Uh, check us out on the um, social front, B87FM. Um, you know, let's find out what's going on. Uh, and uh, we're going to keep talking about Cranium. I mean, it's a few days away. Uh, but definitely get your ticket and definitely get out there and, um, you know, uh, ha- have some fun. I mean, that's what it's all about. Uh, Boston is a really big music town. It may not seem like it sometimes to some folks. Uh, but it's always been at, at, at the forefront of music. Uh, you know, going going way back before Hendrix, you know, and Marley and, and you know, Miles and, you know, it, it's like all, all the big acts come through Boston. And there are a lot of musicians here and artists here. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, speaking of as well, you got uh, a lot of poetry venues are starting to, you know, prepare for the National Slam team for next year. So you poets out there. Uh, now is the time to start, you know, working out your poems and, you know, going to places and, and, and getting them all nice and tight so you can uh, get on a team somewhere or at least get on the get to the semis because that would uh, why not? You know, if, if, if you're going to do this thing, why why would you not go all the way with it? Uh, you just can't go halfway. Uh, you're listening to Smoking Rhymes. My name is Rex 45. Uh, this one is by Phil K. This one is my grandmother's ballroom. My grandmother's mind was a ballroom. Inside were her memories, each one dressed for a celebration. The man there and the white blazer on the dance floor is the memory of her wedding day. He never stops dancing. That memory there and the long purple dress staring out the window, the day my father left for college. That memory there hunched over his food the day she got her first cavity filled. My grandmother's ballroom, always in motion. My grandmother used to tell me stories. Philip, remember the time you and I made strawberry jam? I pretend I don't, so I can hear it again. Well, you were eight years old, inside my grandmother's ballroom, a woman in a red gown, mistletoe eyebrows, clears her throat, carefully kisses fork to wine glass, tells the story of a boy and his grandmother, how they picked out the reddest strawberries in the store, how they ate so much jam, they ate until it was summer again, each time the boy thinking, my nama and I made this. It happened slowly at first. There are things you can forget and no one misses. Philip, where did we park the car? What was the soup of the day again? I thought the movie started at eight. Inside my grandmother's ballroom, jubilant chaos. Her memories drunk on a wine they had never tasted before. A cancer no one understood. Philip, what was your father's phone number? We went to Hawaii together? It's your birthday. Her memories slurring their words, staggering across the dance floor, lifting their wine glasses for more. What day is this? Why am I in the hospital? Where is my hair? The last time I got to see her, 
She could not speak. Eyes closed. Nama, it's me, Phil. Remember the time you and I made strawberry jam? No? Well, let me tell you. And my grandmother, silently in bed, squeezes my hand. Somewhere, a woman in a red dress, feet blistered, still dancing, taken by the music. Dear seventh grade self, you are currently one of two black people in a class of about 80. Suffice to say, you speak for black people everywhere now. When your father asks why you resent him, your mother's blood still dripping from his lip, imagine a fairy tale. Make him a big bad wolf. Make a brick house of your notebook. Make him crawl through the chimney in every stanza. Tell him now this is how a man expresses himself when he's angry in high school when your heartbeat is a truth or dare wager between you and God, when every morning is a burden you went to sleep wishing not to wake up to, you will develop a habit of taking things that do not belong to you in college. And one of your two best friends from high school tells you when and how he tried to kill himself. Don't trade stories of failed suicides. Don't tell him about the time you tried to rip your soul from your skin how you tried to take something that didn't belong to you. Tell him, yo, you're crazy. What are you, stupid or something? Your mother raised you better than that. Real men don't do that. I don't even know who you are anymore. Make him feel like dirt. Make him feel like nothing. Make him feel the way you did. When you kiss the business end of a nine millimeter Ruger, two rooms away from your sleeping mother, tell him his story is not finished. Then push him off a cliffhanger. Make a parachute of a poem to reel him back in the same way God's love did when you tried to show up to heaven's doorstep. Dear seventh grade self, there's a man in a mirror right now making a noose of his necktie. There are people with casket tongues who speak too fluently the language of the dead. There are people with gusts of wind for words, blowing bodies off the edges of cliffs daily. There are people walking past you that only put their skin on this morning because it was the only outfit they had left. I know, I know because we become one of them. Contemplate for two weeks how to end our life. Sleep with a loaded pistol under our pillow and pray that it accidentally blows our dreams through the ceiling before the sun comes up. Dear second grade self, make no mistake. You will hate the metal you are made of more days than you can count or prevent, but how dare you take something that doesn't belong to you. I dare you to make your heart a revolver with all the chambers and none of the bullets. Make it safe to unload there. Life is a gun, and we all have to navigate triggers to handle. Sundays are easier than others to find your safety, but boy, you better find it. In the half-cocked smiles of strangers and the loaded laughter of friends, trade in your ammunition for an amusement park. The truth is, the roller coaster never ends. But I promise, eventually, the ride is worth it. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes on, on UB87 FM. Uh, Rex 45 on the mic, 10 p.m. to midnight. Poetry, music, and some cannabis talk. That one right there was Darius Simpson, dear seventh grade self. And before that, um, was Phil K, my grandmother's ballroom. Uh, two really, really, really good poem, and you know it's uh, you know to talk about uh, someone that um, uh, that have uh, 
dementia uh, is 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 is, is um, it's important. I actually, you know, I, I wrote I wrote a poem about this um, while I was in the hospital because uh, one of the patient, one of the uh, other person in the room with me that I was sharing a room with um, had the early onset, and it's um, you know to sit there and 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 hear it and just be a fly on the wall. Uh, it's not a fun time, and uh, period. It's not a fun time, and um, and I know you know we pour money into a lot of uh, a lot of causes, and I mean, and this is one cause that need to be fixed because it's not cool to not know where you are at that moment in time, or who your kids are, for that matter, or your siblings. Um, it, it it is um it is it's, it's a serious thing. So uh, hearing that that. Uh, that piece uh, definitely brought me back to the room and had me thinking about it. And um, I mean, same thing with this uh, the seventh grade self. Uh, it, you know, you know, uh, a lot of people are going through a lot of things, like I say on the show, and poets capture it, whether it's them or someone they know uh, or you know something they've overheard. Uh, you know, and, and and they bring it to you, and it's a beautiful thing because it brings awareness to a lot of things that. You know, you may not necessarily see in your day to day and for, you know, obvious reasons you might not want to see um, because there's a lot of stuff out here that we have to deal with. Uh, so sometimes it's easy to uh, to kind of, you know, ignore things. But, you know, as, as we, we've been talking on the show, you know, you can only ignore so much and then you have to uh, put your foot down and do something. So I am going to play some music. Then we're going to talk about what we're going to put our foot down about. And uh, I'll get on my um, my uh, usual soapbox because there's a lot of stuff that I haven't touched about yet that's going on. And you know, FBI is starting to investigate people or just a, a judge that wants to be on the Supreme Court. But, you know, they're also looking at other people. So we're going to talk about all that. Uh, give me a shout, 617-440-8777. Make sure you're paying attention to those uh, to win the cranium tickets. And if you're not worried about winning because you're already a winner, just go buy some tickets. And, you know, we'll see you on Thursday. And, and we'll do it like that. This one is Falling to You by... I'll tell you who it is after. I can hear you breathe, I can hear you walking Do you write about me when it all goes silent? You must be so tired of dreaming I'm falling in love You just need a reason to fall into you Fall into you Oh, me, I can grieve, don't you worry about nothing. The rain of face in town got me close to falling. I must be dumb out of love. I hope it ain't so. Looking for no reason is all I can do not to fall in you. Oh, fall. I just wanna be used, I don't wanna be loved 
Baby, don't you want to be used or is it just me? Yeah. I just want for someone to take me for granted. Baby, don't you want to be used? I want to be used. Cause I'm so tired of dreaming and falling in love. Won't you give me reason to fall into you? I don't want to be true I want someone to lie with I don't give a fuck if you do Fuck if you try in the smoking rhymes uh that one right there is fall into you by rose art uh pretty dope song i gotta say and um you know that's all i'm gonna say about it uh it's time to get into the pot cafe some pretty uh interesting things are happening in the world uh we're gonna i mean since i already touched on a little bit of politics we might as well get there so for the past two years the attorney general has refused to sign off on applications for manufacturers of marijuana research. A bipartisan group of federal lawmakers plead with the United States Attorney 
General Jeff Session to stop obstructing cannabis research effort last month. 14 members of Congress, both Republicans and Democrats, signed the letter urging Sessions to finally review the more than two dozen applications submitted by potential new growers of um, research-grade cannabis. Sessions inactively poses an obstacle for scientists who remains limited to a single source for obtaining their cannabis material for studies. The University of Mississippi, 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 the single grower in contract with the National Institute of Drug Abuse for nearly 50 years is no longer able to keep up with the growing demands and has been criticized for its low quality materials. I mean, you know, when there's no competition, what do you have to do? You do nothing. Um, I can point to, you know, a lot of municipal buildings that we struggle with to get stuff done. Combined with regulation restrictions related to cannabis status under the federal law, a lack of quality research grade marijuana has severely hindered the collection of scientific data. Regardless of the research limit limitations, 30 states have legalized the use of marijuana for medical purposes although the federal government still um, finds it very illegal. In other news, the people of Utah will have a chance to vote on medical marijuana this November. The Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, commonly known as the Mormon Church, has become the biggest opponent uh, to Proposition 2. Recently, anonymous pro-medical marijuana billboards showed up and voicing support for Prop 2 and the ad it tries to target the Mormon church specifically. The billboard quoted uh, from the book called The Doctrine of Covenant. In particular, it drew to the section of the book known as Word of Wisdom, which we all need, right? Which Mormons believe to be the divinely appointed health code. I like a health code. You got to have that. It's very important. Uh, the ad read, All Wholesale Herbs... God has ordained for the use of man. Uh, I like the sound of that. So, uh, you know, there and in all caps, it says vote yes for Prop 2. Interestingly, the purchaser of the billboard is anonymous. And so far, no one has come to uh, take credit for this. So uh, a local uh, source has um, tracked down the billboard company and it looked like the billboard Removed the ad for a little bit to try to figure out who it was. Once they sorted it out, uh, the billboard is back up. So things are possible uh, in Utah. Uh, you know, and it, it, it's, I don't know. I mean, I do know. Um, you know, it, 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 marijuana has gotten a bad rep uh, in, 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 in the U.S. and in other parts of the world. And, and I think we got, marijuana got lumped into some heavier drugs. And that's unfortunate because there's, it is serving a medical purpose. And for a lot of people, uh, that's a very important thing. So, you know, when you, when you find these people that are fighting against it, I mean, we've talked about families moving from Florida to uh, Colorado so their kids can get treatment um, because, you know, they're, they're suffering from having seizures and stuff like that. And, and no other drug was working. So, uh, it, you know, it's interesting when the powers to be, uh, you know, tend to, uh, you know, keep a, a closed mind to, uh, you know, to, to research. We're not talking about selling. We're not talking. We're just talking about research just to figure out uh, what's possible.
So uh, that's the Pot Cafe. We're going to get into some music and we're going to talk about what's going on and with, with the Supreme Court nominee. Uh, we're going to talk about what's going on with some other things and we're going to play some more poetry as well. Are uh, you listening to Smoking Rhymes? My name is Rex45. Why don't you just let go and quiet down your ego? Don't complain about finance. I know your daddy won't a real man. Go ahead and live your dreams. To me, you're stronger than a whole team. I know you can't relax, and you don't want me to know that. I see you work real hard. You wanna help your friends, but trust me, baby, you don't owe them. Don't take on people's problems. I wanna see you smile, even when you think I'm angry. It's true, it might take a while, but it's between you and me. I know you check my tags Don't you worry about my ass I might be on his mind But I never reply Remember on the weekend I said I'd make some changes And you said you'd do the same thing Cause I don't wanna fight my king Yo, I held you when you was weak You caught me on my knees Don't pressure me for some kids I won't pressure you for marriage I know it's never the right time But we gotta do things on our time Sometimes I still doubt myself But at least now I love myself And I am quite emotional That's why you can't get close at all So I start to push away The ones that love me Cause I'm scared that they might walk away not perfect so I try every day and I grow a little bit read a little more so I can educate my kids reform my soul and cleanse my spirit pray cause I'm ready for the bloom of the series and serenity is all sometimes we fall Yeah, that one right there was Cleo Soul, Why Don't You? You're listening to Smoking Rhymes. My name is Rex45. On the mic, 10 p.m. to midnight, poetry, music, and some cannabis talk. And you already got the cannabis talk, and you got the poetry and the music. 
and you were coming up on the uh, the second hour. Speaking of music, um, Prince, the artist, uh, you know, that he passed away, I believe it was last year. I think it was last year. I get confused now because, you know, a lot of people pass away. Uh, but anyway, he's, 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 he's no longer with us. And a few weeks ago, they released a postmortem, um, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, album. And these are songs, it's like, uh, these are not songs that he released or wanted to release. These are songs that he recorded for himself, for only himself, to kind of figure out which direction he wants to go. So, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, me writing poetry and I'm not quite sure if I want to share it with everybody. And I have it in, in, in my notepad, uh, digital notepad, right? And, um, and then, you know, I'm not no longer here and somebody says, hey, let's share this. Uh, now, from my understanding, you know, Prince has well over 500 songs that he actually would have released and probably will get released that these songs are just done videos are done form everything and 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 just release it and yet what they what they choose to release is something that he was he only recorded for himself and i find that as a as a as a uh, a big insult um because if the if the guy if an artist wanted to release these things they would I mean, it's no difference than when, you know, people release half-finished books of writers, you know, or half-finished movies and stuff like that. And it's one thing if, if you know the person wouldn't care because they, they would do stuff like that. But, you know, you know, I don't know Prince personally, but, you know, he fought the music industry and won because uh, he wanted to do it his way. And, you know, the fact that he, he, he recorded himself just so he can hear it for himself and then share it with the world, uh, chances are he doesn't want to share it. I kind of feel this way about the same thing with Michael Jackson and his kids uh, because he didn't want the public to know who his kids were. And as soon as he passed away, everybody paraded his kids around so the world can see. And, I, and, and, and it's just kind of like this is the one thing that the dude didn't want to do, regardless of what you think or feel about the, the, the person, uh, this is not something they wanted to do. I didn't think Prince wanted, would want to release stuff that he only recorded for himself just to figure if he was going to build a song out to something or even keep the song. And yet we're, we're releasing it as if, as if it's gospel. And, and, and that's, that's not, a, you know, the people that's doing that. Um, I assume they probably had access to the masses or something like that. That's why it's being done instead of trying to go after the good stuff. Because there's a lot of good music that he has recorded that, you know, is the stuff that we should be hearing. Not the stuff that he was only, um, you know, playing for himself. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, give me a shout at 617-440-8777. Tell me what you think. Because it, it, it's, like I say, it, it's, it's absurd. And, 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 I, and, I, and I always look at that as people that just trying to make a buck or two. And I, I mean, I even heard a music whatever come on 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 a station and and and, talk, and try to spin it like he would have wanted this if he would have wanted it he would have released it since he had it for a very long time and the fact that he didn't means he didn't want to do it and i think that that you know which, which you know led me to start thinking about like yeah what well, if you don't have a plan in place for your art um just in case anything happens anyone can do anything to it and uh you know, that's something to consider. Um, you may not care because you're not here anyway, but chances are I think you would. 
um, because it's you know you know artists tend to I mean people tend to be particular uh, and so it's no different so if you if you know if 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 you lived your life a certain way um, I don't think it's fair for other people to come and and distort that or change that because of what they think or how you might felt you might have felt about it and clearly if you felt a certain way you would have. Um, Music is, the music is stopped. I'm going to do some poetry and then we're going to pay some bills. And then, you know, second hour of the show. Uh, my name is Rex45. This one right here is How to Be Black in America by Miss Kay. On how to be black in America. One, let them touch your hair. They may be invading your personal space, but what is yours can be anyone else's for the taking, too. Get used to being the black friend. You are only there to justify how correct their politics are. You are only a token black. Watch them sleight of hand you into currency. Three, when you are shoved through a pipeline out to a sea with everyone else who has brown skin, do not panic. Tread the water. It is not their fault they were raised in the shallows. Maybe your mother should have made better decisions, and maybe you would not have been born in the ghetto, or, I mean, the undertow. Four, when the preacher tells your mother she is too pure in her white picket fence to marry someone so dug up earth. Do not take this as him saying you are an abomination. Try to forget facts like how the first legal interracial marriage in North Carolina happened only 30 years before your parents' interracial marriage. Five, be more respectful than you have to be. Anything defensive from you is resistance. And you will be detained in a box, be it metal, or wooden. Six, when a cop tells you that the black boy that was shot 10 feet away from your college campus didn't die after being shot five times because, quote, you can't kill those people, be unafraid and be furious. Be ready to scream, but be docile, be off fist, curled and too big for your own body and be weight, be smart, be ahead of him. You just gotta be seven. Learn to just be a color. You act so black or you act really white. Turn it into a mask, switch faces as needed, match every stereotype in order to become it. This practice will make you more palatable. It makes them more comfortable. Wear your identity as a name tag. It will probably be easier to pronounce anyways. Let them call you what fits best on their tongue, like box or forgotten or night or corpse or go by nothing because you are nothing but a color eight. The first time you are called a nigger, you will only be two blocks from where you sleep at night. So pretend you do not hear him. Do not let him see you cry. Don't cry until you are in the protection of your father's arms. Believe him, your father, when he tells you, baby girl, it ain't what they call you, it's what you answer to. And then let him call you beautiful, powerful, inspiring, breathtaking, and then answer to it, nine. It's 2017 and y'all spewing hate speech, calling it the First Amendment, saying all lives matter, saying we can't punch Nazis, saying schools that are 90% white ain't segregated like I'm stupid, like my daddy didn't ring his fingers to the bone to get me into college like I'm stupid, 10. To be black in America takes a body resilient enough to know the world wants you dead, but to smile anyways. 
to hand make dinner with mama, grease crackling like a summer's night's bonfire, and smile anyways to forgive, and smile anyways to laugh, and celebrate and love the darkest parts of ourselves, and smile anyways to love, to love, to love, and smile anyways. Hey, yo, it's Prophet, a.k.a. Percussion. You're now tuned in to my guy, my man, Rexy45 on Smoking Rhymes, coming at you live and direct. Yeah. When I say that I came up poor, what I mean is I'm not a sucker. There's plenty of places without a lot of guns or gangs that aren't the country or the suburbs either. Folks set lawn chairs on summer sidewalks because nobody has a proper backyard or a porch. There are two corner marts, three bar rooms, and a liquor store within five blocks of everybody's apartment. Somebody is always getting sent next door to borrow a cup of sugar or to bum a Newport. And you don't really have any concept of what it means to be lonely because you share your front yard with 19 other families. <laughs> and that's just one yard amidst row upon row of subsidized brick blocks and tenements just like yours. The street resonates with the sound of kids' voices at play. Blood pulls on concrete after a fist fight, familiar as an old friend's face. There is perpetually at least one house selling coke in walking distance. Somebody with messed up parents is living at their best friend's house till shit either works itself out or gets a whole lot worse. Auto locks click soon as your foot touches pavement when your girlfriend from the other side of town's parents drop you off at night. When I say that I came up poor, I mean what some folks derisively call hood is what somebody else calls home, a held space with its own customs and communion, where Kenny's mom's drill sergeant, yet somehow still loving shriek, rings over asphalt, simultaneously summoning him for dinner and promising to womp his ass if he don't come back fast enough where on any given day you can walk up to three separate stoops and be greeted as family by three different groups of friends. And somebody's mom or big sister is almost always willing to make a plate or a sandwich for a grubby ville rat with hungry eyes and a rumbling stomach where the cop car creeping down the block looks like a shark's dorsal fin too close to shore and your mother judges the absentee landlord, the wide holes in the kitchen floor, and you feel in your bones that you will never get to own any piece of land or building your family has ever called home. Probably no one you know will live in this neighborhood for the rest of their lives, but still, most days, there's no place on earth you'd rather be. And though shit can go from ice cream truck sweet to extortion at knife point in the time it takes to crack a beer, I'll bet you 
two cardboard sleeves of government cheese, one box of powdered milk, and a donated Thanksgiving turkey, that my team was down to jump anybody fucking with me who I couldn't beat up myself. That if I forgot to pack a lunch and didn't have any money, they'd give me half of theirs or help me steal something else. Thank you. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes on all new B87 FM. Rex 45 on a mic, 10 p.m. to midnight. Poetry, uh, music, and some cannabis talk. That one right there was Jared Paul. Um, what can I say uh, that I came up poor? Uh, that's a very um, serious poem right there. Um, no different than the rest, but, you know, it, it, it's life is one of those things. It's, you know... You know, a lot of a lot of folks are struggling generally. Um, it, it, you know, in some some walks of life, you know, there are people doing stuff for second and third generations. Uh, but for most people, that first generation is still trying to make it, so that way, you know, they, they can have you know the kids that have that that easier life. But a lot of people are still trying to figure out their way, and you know, for that, you know, I think there's some good in that because you stay hungry. Um, all the time and 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 there's also bad because you know you're, you're always hungry all the time trying to trying to get to the next place but it makes you appreciate you, you when you become you know when you get to the place you want to get to I, I, I was going to say successful but everybody look at success differently so um if you if i think i think that if if it's handed to you you may not appreciate it as much as you're losing sleep or, you know, sleeping on couches or, uh, you know, the tough life to get there. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. So, you know, it, it's the way you have it. Um, let's talk about this uh, Judge Kavanaugh. Uh, if, if you're paying attention, which I hope you are, because based on elections in in Boston and, and in some parts of the country, um, you know, people are looking to do something. And, you know, we thought on, I guess on Friday... Uh, we were just, you know, he was just going to get voted out of the uh, uh, the committee, uh, and and that was that. But uh, fortunately, you know, a senator that, I don't, you know, yeah, he, for whatever reason, uh, Jeff Flake decided to um, put his foot down, and he's a Republican in the sense he doesn't have anything to lose because he's not running for re-election, and you know, he he forced essentially Congress um, to. Uh, to uh, go to the to go to the president uh, to request the FBI uh, do some investigation on you know these allegations that were I, I believe there are at least three allegations against them uh, that were made and uh, which is a good thing because now you know at least you'll know if they come back and said they didn't find anything you know and if they found something you know um, because this this uh, and I don't know the man I'm not gonna claim like I do. Uh, but from the little bit I, 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 I've seen, um, you know, it, it, you know, I, he seems like the type of person that's, you know, not always gotten what he wanted, but, you know, he gets his way a lot. And even when he was being questioned uh, on Thursday, you know, he, he got a little, you know, upset uh, and, and it kind of showed a different side to him. So, I mean, and this is a person who's a judge, and he's been a judge for, I believe, 12 years now. So, you know, who knows what emotions he's let run 
And, you know, who knows what decisions he's made based on that, because it seems like, you know, you know, sometimes people sit at the top for too long and they, and they just feel like they're entitled to things. And, 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 and that's not always the case. And, and that's just how the guy came off. And, you know, so hopefully by the end of the week, we'll find out what, what's, what's really going on. The music is uh, stopped. We're going to get into some more music. This one is called Backseat by Little Smidge. Um, Smoke and Rhyme shows a show where we play artists and we tend to like to let the words speak for themselves and not do too much editing. Um, you know what I'm saying? All right, that's all I'm going to say about that. All my life been a black sheep. All my life been a black keys. True, I never really was a bad breed. My daddy probably robbed me an athlete. Man, a nigga move like a taxi. All my life in the backseat. You talk about life, is it that sweet? All these eyes staring at me. I've been feeling real low, nigga, low key. Have a break heart from the soul weak. Tattoos on my paws, hey, no sleep. AKA percussion. You're now tuned into my guy, my man, Rexy45 on Smoking Rhymes. Coming at you live and direct. Yeah. I wanna turn those blue lights into strobe lights. Not blue flashing lights. Maybe fairy lights. Those blue lights into strobe lights. Maybe even fairy lights.
Cause if I don't, I'm gonna hurt Lost my mind With my baby trying to find <laughs> Some loving I need to provide for my woman Smoking Rhymes on All New B87 FM. My name is Rex45. That one right there was Joel Culpepper. Woman before that was Georgia Smith. Blue Light. Uh, yeah. Give me a shout 617-440-8777. So hopefully at the end of this week, we will have a better idea of what our maybe new Supreme Court judge um Will be and, and and this seems really important in the long run because uh, these these uh, folks are appointed for life. He's about fifty three years old, and you know he could be around there until he's eighty, and he could be affecting uh, this country for the next three decades. So uh, it is it is most important that we get the facts. It'd be one thing if he you know works at the you know at the corner store, and you know we wouldn't care. We should still care a little bit because those are serious allegations. Uh, but it's a little different because, you know, that person can get fired from the store. It's really hard to remove a judge once they get there. You have to impeach them, essentially, and you have to have enough of a reason. So it's not easy. So it's, it's, it's better that we know beforehand than we do. And in, in all honesty, too, if, if, you, if you were watching the hearing or listening to the hearings, it's a job interview. I mean, this is what it is. It's not. It's not. A, he's not on trial or anything like that. It's just a job interview. And if any one of us acted the way he acted in a job interview, uh, even if we were more than qualified, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have gotten a job. Uh, period. So you know, it's one of those things where, and he's doing it in front of cameras, and he's losing his ish in front of cameras. And um, you know, it, it's. I mean, some people can ignore that. Uh, but I don't think it's something that we can ignore. And, and I think that, you know, from some of these uh, primaries that we've had already, 
and we have a you know we have a big election coming up in about a month across this country uh so you know i i, I think people don't people are tired of the folks that are uh, rude and 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 because you don't want to judge that's not going to listen to you or he's the days at an end i mean it's no different than a doctor or a lawyer or anything else that you know you want somebody that's going to be engaged uh you don't want somebody who's just you know it's not and um so it, it is important um and and for um if so if you think it's not important trust me it's it, it could affect your life and it will affect your life because because you, these laws affect you if you're in the u.s so we can pay attention to who's making them and and who's implementing them or we cannot but either way they're there and you know the time is now is for us to be engaged with all the stuff that's happening um from local elections to national uh to who's going to be appointed judge i mean these are these, these are um these are beyond serious things uh, my name is rex 45 uh, give me a shout, 617-440-8777. Um, you got Cranium coming to town. I know I, I know, folks are getting their tickets for that. And I know if you're listening to the show, uh, we will be able, if you're listening, if you've heard two Cranium songs back to back, you call in and you can win some tickets. So that's a big deal. So a lot of cool stuff is going on. I'm gonna stop uh, chatting a little bit because I, I I this this I mean this stuff boils my skin because um, you have you know you know you have you have people that just um, want to Im- impose their will on other people and then when they get checked they don't like that but you know he's been a judge for 12 years so he's been putting people in check and now his 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 turn he's on a hot seat and you know. He, he's 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 coming apart, so that's a big deal, and um, we don't want something like that uh, sitting on the highest court in the land. Um, we'll tell you who you know we're going to make laws that's going to change our lives. C- could also overturn laws that could change our lives. Uh, so these are serious things. Um, smoking rhymes. My name is Rex Forty Five. This one right here is Joseph Capehart, Fire Escape. My dad always told me it was my responsibility to clean up messes even if I wasn't the one who caused them. He said if we only tried to fix problems that we created, the world would be chaos. So I wonder if he was disappointed in me the day I stood by and watched him beat my sister. The weeks I learned that black skin could bruise, the months I couldn't scrub the screens from the walls, the years, I watched my family be torn apart. I guess cleaning up messes was less about stopping the pain and more about mopping up the blood. Long sleeves covering up scars and never look quite right on our skin. When asked what I wanted to be when I grew up, I said fire escape. Another way out when everything was burning. You see, I grew up in a house fire. Where no one was killed by the flames, but we all quickly lost the ability to breathe. I began to imagine that every villain necessitated a hero. Every sickness, a remedy, every mess, someone to clean it up, my job to clean it up, my mess, my family, one by one, I watched my older brothers and sisters leave. I didn't know I was on a sinking ship until the passengers started jumping. 18 was their lifeboat. There was no one left to teach me how to swim. So I had to learn how to breathe underwater. I learned how to avoid confrontation, how to recognize the fire, how to live with the fear. 
But dad, I'm 20 years old and I still haven't fully grown out of the fear. One morning, a black man looked me in the eye and my body instantly seized up. My throat closed, my nostrils flared, and my fists clenched. I got ready for him to hit me. By the time I realized I wasn't in any real danger, my heart was already racing, trying to run away from the long arm of childhood memories. But dad, I can't keep running away from mirrors. I was told that I'm more likely to act violently towards my future family. They said domestic violence will follow you across generations if you let it. I'm still learning that I'm not some monster that you created, but a light that you can never put out. That my long eyelashes, my hairy chest, and the way I yawn aren't warning signs that my children are going to grow up trembling at the sound of my voice. I am so much more than a side effect of the messes you made. I'm so much more. I have to remind myself of this every time I go spiraling into past, because some days I'm still that scared child who wants nothing more than the approval of his father and the strength to clean up messes way too big for anyone to handle. But know that I'm slowly growing out of the fear. I know this because now, when I'm asked what I want to be when I grow up, I say I want to be a dad. Trees. Look, y'all, they look like slow green explosions, thick as the best fro in the click, a click of them, a whole hood of soft jade, a stadium of limes, how they look, gathered at the roots and at the leaves. Woo! I'm a little bit beside myself. Driving through Mississippi with Tish, who is indeed a part of myself, she say, I wish we could take a picture of all this green, but it's raining, so we can't photograph these perfect emerald lungs, these giant and ancient niggas. They must be niggas, right? How brown and giving they are. Their fruit, cousin to our hands, their flowers, our songs, I wonder. If I went like a year without lotion, if my skin would dry into bark, if my naps would drink the light as my toes grew wild and twisted with thirst, do you think that's how the first trees were invented? A bunch of niggas standing still in a field waiting for a sign from an old god, their breath a prayer until all they could do was breathe. Oh, if I could be a tree. If I could be a tree, there'd be a heart knife into me that read, I heart all my niggas. Oh, if I could stand still in a field with Tish and Josh and Nate and Jamila and Aaron and Brittany and Cam and Blair and Dialin and Krista and Camilla and Tahira and all the niggas who burst my heart with their bright seeds. Oh, I would be the happiest tree. I would let all the birds live in me, grateful to breathe in that constellation of bright green budding stars oh my god of negroes and foliage roots and roots and roots here we are black and ashy and filtering air ready to be the forest deliver us into your axless word we sweet mother of melanin and chlorophyll branch and braid dogwood and all my dogs here we are ready to be evergreen we see your promise in the noon star Hear your word in the rain. Yeah, 
I don't know if I want to be a tree. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes. My name is uh, Rex45 on the mic, 10 p.m. to midnight. That one right there was Danes Smith. Before that was Joseph Capehart, uh, Fire Escape. Uh, you know, you, listen, you hear the words. I can't make it up. Uh, these poets are for real. And uh, speaking of poets, uh, there's a lot of venues that have poets uh, just about every night. Last night was Liz's Lounge. Um, tomorrow night, I'm pretty sure there's somewhere in Boston. There's a few things that are going on. Uh, you got the House Slam. You got Canta- uh, Cantab Lounge. You got Milky, Milky Way. Uh, there's a lot of spots that have some really cool posts. And, and, and spots in Lynn and Lowell and Rhode Island. And there's everywhere. So... Uh, if you are digging the poetry and you want to go check some stuff out or you're interested in getting on the mic for the first time, uh, just, you know, put Boston Poetry and I'm pretty sure you'll find a venue somewhere on a night that you're available uh, to either listen or read some poetry. Hopefully you're going to read and do a little bit of listening, but, you know, in worst case, just go listen. But, you know, I, I find that a lot of people who like poetry tend to also write a little bit of poetry. And if you are writing a little bit, then go stand on the mic, share what you're writing, uh, and don't worry about it. You know, don't worry about what people think. Don't worry about anything. Just go and do it because um, you're only going to get better after that. And that and that, and, and, and that's an um, important thing. So Prince, I don't like the fact that they released his music, right? All right. Uh, this judge, I'm glad that the FBI is investigating and, and looking in to see if this dude is for real. And if, if he's, you know, Bill Cosby just got, I think, three years, right? Minimum, I think minimum three years or something like that. Or maybe he might get off early. And, and, and at first it was just allegations. You look at all these folks in, 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 in corporate offices and CEOs and, and, you know, entertainment hosts and all this stuff. And at first it was just allegations. And, and then they've lost their jobs and people are losing their jobs and stuff like that. So, you know, for people who, you know, for, for, for people who think it's bad, like, like the woman is making it up or, or this or that, it's like, when it's one person, maybe, and I'm not saying people don't make stuff up because I know they do, for sure. And that's why investigation is important and then go from there. Because we also find a lot of people get accused of stuff, and then they get their name cleared after the fact. Um, so it, you know, I get it, but I think in this instance, you know, getting in the getting the investigation out the way and letting the public know what's going on, and then you, people can sit better when when this guy if this, this guy sitting on the bench, they'll feel better about it. But if if you know this person's a little little shady, I mean, you look at you know you look at the priest. Um, Catholic Church and what's going on, you know, you know what I mean. In this day and time, uh, it's important for us to to look into these allegations, especially when you know they're sitting on the um, the highest court in the land. You know, um, it's a big deal. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes. My name is Rex Forty Five. We're gonna get into some music. Uh, this is a Duxbury bass band, Stick Figure. Um, has some really good music I'm digging and this one's called Shadow.
Taliban And everybody's talking But I got nothing to say There's a time, there's a reason And a purpose and a place I don't know what to say This but girl, you got me thinking You're down upon your knees Like quicksand, you're sinking Spilling your heart You cannot fill it up I said I thought this was the last time You said you had me Yo, it's Prophet, a.k.a. Percussion. You're now tuned in to my guy, my man, Rexy45 on Smoking Rhymes. Coming at you live and direct. Yeah. I know everybody I go like we, I go like Still we iry. Come in all of likes. Mm. In a dance hall style. I know everybody I go like Still we iry. Cause in a love life. No, so every time I rise, we do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and not do it for the lights. Do it for the love and
It's a serious song right there. Um, and it's a very important one. One uh, most people should try to, um, you know, do things because you love it. Uh, you know, I think that, uh, not think, I know life is pretty short because, you know, even if you live to be 100, still not enough time. Um, so you have to do things because you love it, uh, not for any other thing. I think if you do it for these other reasons, uh, you, you never really fully appreciate it like you did it because you love it. Uh, that's why I like this song. So, uh, and one before that, Stick Figure. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to see him yet, but I'm a, I'm a, it's on my, it's on my uh, to-do list. Um, speaking of that, you know, this October fourth is Chronics. Um, get on your calendar. I tell you a thousand times. Uh, get on your calendar. Go see Chronics. He got a lot of good songs. I, I'll, I might play one a little bit later after the Pot Cafe or something like that. But most folks know who Chronix is. He's 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 toured Europe. He's toured parts of Africa. He's toured the U.S. Um, 
some big songs. Got some big songs out there. Uh, you know what I mean? And um, speaking of out there, we got the Pot Cafe coming up in another uh, about 10 minutes or so. Um, and, you know, I've been talking about this judge a little bit. But um, what do folks think or what do you think about uh, politicians getting confronted uh, in public when they're with their family? Uh, do you think that's something that's okay? Do you think it should be off limits? Um, because uh, we've seen it with the press secretary, uh, a restaurant owner, kicked her out of a restaurant at some point earlier this year. Uh, I believe there was a set, the Senator Ted Cruz had uh, someone come to his, him and his family while he was having dinner and gave him a peace of mind. Um, it's kind of tricky, right? Because, you know, you're in a public space and, and, and you want to do, you know, good for, you know, what's going on. But then you do need some downtime, right? I mean, it's I, you know, different than celebrities or uh, anyone else. It's kind of like you're on all the time, but there's sometimes you need some downtime. And... Um, but it's tricky because, uh, it, you know, there's, if there's no other way to get to you and you're doing some ridiculous things, um, you know, is it okay? Uh, in what situation is it okay for, uh, 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 you know, someone from the public to come up to one of these senators or, or congressperson and, and um, give them a piece of their mind? Um, so, you know, I figured I'll, I'll just mention that a little bit because it, it is a fine line. Because when you're with your family, you're with your family and you want to enjoy yourself. Um, I think that if he was going to the office or from the office or going for a walk, if he was by himself, I think that might be one thing. I think with the family, that's a different thing. I mean, I think that, you know, you got to respect the family. And you maybe have to wait for him to go to the bathroom or something like that. So when he's by himself, um, it just it just, you know, it makes it uncomfortable. You know, to, you know, he doesn't know if you're going to hurt anyone in his family or anything like that. It, you know, that, that gets it gets real tricky. Um, but, you know, I, I you know, it's. You know, the other side of the coin is also that, you know, one must be careful with what they say. Right. So uh, obviously not everyone's getting getting folks running up, running up on them just to give them a piece of their mind. So, you know, I guess if you're going to say some. I don't want to say outrageous things, but if you want to say some things that's going to provoke some people and, and it's not making sense. And, and you know, sometimes these things are going to happen. So I, I think you have to realize like I realize in front of this mic, I can't just say what I want to say. As much as I want to say what I want to say, it's just kind of like, you know, you're responsible for the words that you're saying. And if you're talking to people, uh, you know, you can't expect you can't be shocked when you get punched in the mouth if you've been talking trash for, you know, a day or two. So um, you do have to be conscious of what you're saying. Not to say you shouldn't say what you say, but if you, you know, if you get in the mouth, then at least you know why. And you're not shocked. Uh, you listen to Smoking Rhymes. My name is Rex 45. We'll get to some more poem. This one is Guante, and I'll tell you the name after the poem. It's not rocket science, right? It's a 10-foot piece of rope with a hook at the end of it. We got three of them hanging in the equipment shed out back. One of them is thicker but a little shorter. One of them looks thin as shoelaces, but it's a good half foot long. If you got first pick, take that one. It looks flimsy, but trust me, you will break before it does. Try to keep up. See, these are the days before robots. And this is a city where people leave their empty apartments, leave their empty SUVs, and finally, leave their empty shopping carts here for us. You could hook seven together with that rope and push them back into the store. When it's busy, grab 10. When it's wild, stack 30 up, and we'll push them in together. Just be careful because, you know, these people, 
they will look right through you when they back out of those spots. When they take that corner at like 40 miles per hour, when they forget that they forgot to use a blinker and cuss you out for walking through a crosswalk. See, to that guy right there, we are our background noise. Uncredited extras in the 80-year-long made-for-TV romantic comedy that he calls life. We are neurons flickering stupidly. Infantry stomping through the dreams he won't remember upon awakening. So yeah, make sure you wear comfortable shoes, right? Boots in the winter. Sneakers in the summer. Add pads as you grow older. Grow older. Learn to control control the convoy of carts without that rope, just balance, coordination, and will. Learn to control the fist that lives in your neck when these people just leave their carts in the middle of a parking space. <laughs> swallow. When they look right through you, swallow. When it's 30 below and a straight jacket will be warmer than these flimsy company coats and you're working a double shift because you've heard rumors of layoffs and the dapper manager saunters up and says, how's it going, chief? Understand that they will never understand this. The beauty of a parking lot at twilight, how the, the sky burns blue. The sweetness of every second when the big hand is on the 11. The smile of the person who actually looks at you. We betray ourselves for $7 an hour. Our native language is white noise, cart pushers, cashiers, janitors, servers, bartenders, drivers. We are an army fighting a war we don't believe in, in a country whose name we can't pronounce, but we're fighting. And we're tired, but we're fighting. And we're losing. Ah, but we're fighting. <laughs> you get two 15s and a half hour for lunch. Um, the breaks aren't, aren't for your body, though. They're for your spirit. Because with an eight-hour shift broken up into quarters, that's just four two-hour shifts. After punching in and chatting with the MOD and putting your gloves on, you can glance at your watch and say, wow, I'm almost halfway to being halfway done with half of half my shift. It makes the time fly right by. Um, you'll be fine, kid. Just remember, smile. You're representing the company. Remember, say hello to people when they walk in the door. And remember, when they look right through you, you're still there. I will always love her, a poem for hip hop. Kendrick Lamar splits open monsters and fights on the virtue that to get stronger, you only go to battle with armies that are capable of stampede. Those who tread lightly are not worthy of your warpath. Lupe Fiasco ties his tongue into cat's cradles and whispers sweet everythings into the ears of middle schoolers who by the end of the night will understand the brutality of the Audubon ballroom. Talib Kweli lectures behind a podium with Howard Zinn to college somethings about the nature of history. Everybody is a writer, but not the best authors pen the past. Only the, the victorious do. A columnist in the New York Daily said that hip-hop emphasizes the crudest materialism in which money was the ultimate goal and it did not matter how one got it. Jay-Z sits on the steps of his former housing project with Oprah Winfrey, then later shakes the hand of the most powerful man of the free world. He and Beyonce are American royalty and their bloodlines are unconcerned of its humble origins. 50 Cent demonstrates a contrasting irony by watching his money grow up to be worth his namesake a thousandfold and then some. Sean Combs drapes the resting place of the notorious B.I.G. in jewels as he whispers to his best friend, 
don't worry. I've made us enough money that it will follow me into the afterlife. We'll be more than taken care of when we meet again. Republican Senate member Chris McDaniel was quoted to say that hip-hop was a culture that values rap and the destruction of community values more than it does poetry. Kanye West and Nina Simone swing dance in an orchard as the farmers all around them peddle their strange fruit. Tupac Shakur figures out the equation for immortality. It is six albums, eight movies, and an understanding that power moves create fame, influential motion crafts legacy. Andre 3000 writes a song about the devastating separation between himself and his love. The world cannot help but pulse to it. Andre, knowing this before the second chorus in Hey Ya, laments, y'all don't want to hear me. You just want to dance. Across the internet, hip-hop is not regarded as a musical genre. Criticized for its lack of originality, vapid lyrics, and monotonous sound, the overwhelming statement is that hip-hop has nothing to do with music. The RZA and Just Blaze sit behind soundboards and monitors as they begin to summon the spirits of Bill Withers, Gladys Knight, and Curtis Mayfield into the studio. Hip-hop has nothing to do with music. Nicki Minaj simpers and then ferociously spits in the face of kings as they watch the queen come. Female named hurricanes kill more than their male named counterparts. Hip hop has nothing to do with music. The beat slam rumbles through your 98 Toyota Camry speakers and transforms these three minutes and 32 seconds into a parade etched into a dream that grips your shoulders. And the only way to release this tension that rides on top of you is to treat these songs as an instruction. It was written like a manual. Hip hop has everything to do with everything. She doesn't need to be defended. She doesn't need to explain herself. She doesn't need your justification or permission. Hip hop walks with the hypocrisies and benedictions of every great art form in our existence. You only notice her now because of how fresh her hips swing, how zealous her disciples are, how scared you get when she uses those big words in conversation and you beg her, please, please, talk to me in a way that I can understand. And you turn up the radio and feel safe. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes on the all-new BD7 FM. My name is Rex45 on the mic, 10 p.m. to midnight. That was Alex, Alex Dang. I will always love her. Hip-hop. I, I'm throwing in the hip-hop part. Uh, that's a dope, 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 dope um, poem. And uh, it's talking about something I love very much. And... Uh, you know, you, you go check them out, listen to it again. You can always listen to the uh, the recordings of the show on SoundCloud. You just R-E-X-Y number four or five. And you can hear all our previous shows. Uh, you know, before that, uh, we had um, we had Guante uh, with When They Look Right Through You. Another um, dope poem, um, you know, talking about going to war. And um, this is legit because people are doing this. And they're coming back with all type of issues um, and need help. And I think that um, veterans in general don't get the help they deserve. I think if you come back and, in, and you're in one piece, generally, mentally and physically, you, you, you know, there's opportunities for you. But I think if there's something a little bit wrong, I think those opportunities become a lot slimmer. And that's unfortunate. And, and, you know, these poets, they bring light to this stuff. And they can write about anything they want. I mean, they can just be writing love poems all day long and, and nothing else. And they're choosing to write about things that matter. And speaking of matter, it's the uh, pot cafe time, which is, um, you know, we like to talk about. So what's happening? Um, researchers analyze a self-reported uh, data collected from a mobile app 
and medical. Um, marijuana effectively provides immediate relief from doses of symptoms with minimal negative side effects. According to the findings of the study published recently in the journal Frontiers in um, Pharmacology. Utilizing new mobile application technology, a team of researchers from the University of Mexico assessed 13,638 individual cannabis sessions and their effects by 2,830 patients. That's a lot of data. The data is used in the study. The data used in the study was collected with the Relief app, an electronic assessment tool designed for patients to self-record their cannabis session. Yeah, I remember to record. I, got, I know that much. Uh, changes in symptoms intensify. Changes in symptom intensify levels and any side effects. Um, good, good amount of stuff. The study found that 94% of the patients using cannabis reported that the intensity of their symptoms were reduced after consumption. Medical marijuana effectively provides significant improvement across all 27 of the symptoms measured by the mobile app. Overall symptoms had a mean reduction of 2.8 to 4.6 points on a scale from 0 to 10. According to self-report in the study, cannabis significantly improves the following 27 symptoms. Uh, Anxiety, depression, agitation, dizziness, excessive appetite, fatigue, impulse, inflation, insomnia, loss of appetite, mood swing, muscle spasm, nausea uh, for pain, abdominal pain, back pain, cramping, headaches, joint migraine, muscle nerve, and others, stress as well, and uh, so on. Uh, You know, that's a a big, that's a a very, um, a very big deal. Uh, In other news, you have... um, Vaping oil is one of the most popular ways to deliver high level of CBD or THC into your system fast. Vaping oil has become increasingly popular in recent years as community and health conscious consumers discover that many advantages it offers. Uh, Vape oil blends pure oil with a carrier liquid, uh, which works as a thinning agent. It is designed to be used with a vaporizer, a personal device that heats up and produce pure, clean uh, CBD or THC. Um, I will say about vaping that because I don't have that much time left. Um, I think it is one of the healthiest way to uh, to consume marijuana uh, out there. Um, I think any of the, I mean, with the candy and the and the edibles, you know, sometimes you don't want to eat. And, um, and, you know, you don't always want to eat sweet. This thing is just, it's just clean. And, you know, if you're trying to save your lungs and you're trying not to, you know, light a match or light a, light a, uh, a lighter every time, uh, vaping is the way to go. Uh, I definitely uh, do co-sign on that. And, uh, you know, that's the end of the um, Pot Cafe, which is also sponsored by HY Closing, Clothing. So check out HY Boston for that. We're going to get into some music. This one is Mashi Word, Looking Good Girl. Good, 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 good. You're looking good, girl. You're looking good. Keep looking good, girl. Keep looking good. From the independent walk up, let me see you. And the clothes are 
be a liar. Hotter than them yellow, you a frequent flyer. No for them salt need more than prayer. You made the money, but I spin like a propeller. Cooter than Barbie, so me call a Cinderella. Roll of the purple years with the Cinderella. Why fat homo tonight we left together? Smoking Rhymes on all new B87 FM. It's Rex 45 on the mic, 10 p.m. to midnight. We'll be back next week, uh, same time, same bat channel. Make sure you check us out on all the social fronts, uh, you know, B87 FM on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, also Rexy45. Uh, friend me, like what I'm doing, all that fun stuff. If you like this recording, uh, if you like this live show you can hear the recorded version on soundcloud rexy45 at your leisure this last one we're going to shout out to all the artists we played tonight and we play every night because um they're doing some really cool stuff um shout out to mushy word anyway you're there um this next one is smooth J. uh top down i'll talk to you guys next monday My top to last and I strictly live by that
So I just tell her that it's not cause if she wants some money And if she asks if she can see I'll be like no no honey But wait a minute that's the only thing you wanted from me Smack those who couldn't cash flows All your lines are stolen Where's your backbone? Influence is cool yeah we listen to mad souls You don't do it cause you love it You in it for cash flow bitch I said I'm riding with the top down October 4th, the long-awaited return of Cranium, live in concert. Music by B87's J. Cool and DJ Marlin. All hosted by Notorious VOG, live in concert, Paradise Rock Club, 18+. Plus. All tickets on sale now. Saturday, October 6th, 2018, Global Gang and Tour. SOB, XRBE, Wando Rondo. Brighton Music Hall, 7 p.m. doors, all ages. Monday, October 29th. Chief Keith, House of Blues, Boston, 7 p.m., all ages. Friday, October 26th, The Voice of South Africa, Vusi Malasela and Friends. Somerville Theater, 7 p.m. doors, all ages. Keep listening for your upcoming chances to win tickets and register online at allnewb87fm.com. Exclusive ticket giveaways contest. Be buzz in less than 87 minutes. And don't forget to wake up weekday morning, 6.30 to 11 a.m. with Notorious in the Morning, Boston's only real urban morning. Morning show. Yaman. Por no te piña para ti que eres mi reina. Por ti traigo el coco loco. Por no te piña para ti que eres mi reina. Y traigo el coco loco. She was a wahini rocking a bikini, blocking my vacation.
besos embriagan mi amor. 